this week on Not Your Average Fangirls. Global warming's a thing. You know, BTS, they are, you know, they they smart and shit. They gonna be like, look, it's snowing in June. <laughs> Save the polar bears. Don't even know what's happening right now. Welcome to our BTS comeback special, where BTS are breaking records, breaking necks, and breaking funds. What's up, you guys? We are back for another week of K-popness. Uh, we are not your average fangirls. I am Kat, and right now I am side-eyeing my TV to await BTS's live debut on SNL. <laughs> wow, that was a lot. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, wow. I, oh I was trying to think of like the right words to say and it just came out like that <laughs> wow. hey guys it's Cynthia I am sorry eyeing a stream for SNL as well and also there's a conspiracy where is Raven he has disappeared off the face of the planet okay thank you <laughs> like that's so Raven knows who that is Raven as in Raven of one is not is. that's so Raven or maybe they thought you had a friend named Raven and they needed to make flyers because now he's just gone <laughs> I'm saying he has disappeared okay like he his, flew away he's a no Raven. not only that like his profile is gone like oh wait on SoundCloud like his parts and like um, in the one us profile, they keep going in and out. So sometimes they have him and then they take him away. I'm like, what are you doing? Huh. Who do oh. you think you are, RBW? Maybe he's not real. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe he's actually a robot and that they just like, he's malfunctioning. So they have to fix him. So like, he's if a we... figment of like everyone's imagination and he doesn't exist. That's oh, true no, too. And it's all a big theory that's leading up to the next comeback. Like it's a part of the whole thing. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So they just leave him out for the, the last one until the new one. <laughs> the next comeback is called That's So Raven and they go into that. <laughs> yeah, it's all about that's why they had to like make him disappear to like build up the hype and then that's going to be the story. Yeah, anyway, hi everyone. I'm Terika and Cynthia side-eyeing her live stream, Kat side-eyeing her TV. I got my mom on speed dial. I called her and said, yo, come get me when it's 1030 because I'm in a different room. She said, bet. <laughs> she hung up. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Carolina, and I am side-eyeing my TV, too. But guess what? <laughs> it's just just unhealthy sports on there. Why unhealthy is hockey so aggressive? Hockey is great. <laughs> okay, well, anyways, <laughs> let's start off this podcast. <laughs> yes, today we will be talking about BTS all throughout, okay? Get over it, but it'll be great. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. But before that, we do have some news going on. For example, Schumann is going to Hawaii on May 7th. Wow. In on May, May 7th. 7th. In, in May, May 7th. In May 7th. <laughs> English is hard. It really is, though. <laughs> but Schumann is going enlisting in the military May 7th. Um, I'm sorry, he's going, going on where? vacation. <laughs> right, he's right. going to vacation in Hawaii, and um, he wrote a little letter for the fans and whatnot. Uh, this crushes all of my hopes and dreams of EXO having a comeback before Schumann goes to vacation. So thank you, EXO. I guess. Oh, girl, tomorrow. my dreams have been crushed. My dreams was crushed last year. I said, they not. They done. They not. <laughs> they done. <laughs> They're not even going to make an effort to come here. And they didn't. So there you go. It's oh, fine. you know who is well, yeah. making an effort to come here? TXT. Oh. Right. <laughs> they just dropped a freaking tour out of nowhere. They said, here, bitch, guess what? You're not only going to see BTS in May, but you're also seeing TXT. It's funny because, yeah, they're coming around the same time. So everybody's making memes about it. Like, oh, they're just catching a ride in the plane with them. Like, hi, uh, we need a ride to the USA. Can My we ride in the back? My favorite one is the the one TXT talking to BTS. Like, hey, <laughs> baby, say yes. let me come with you. When they're all just standing oh, yeah. and looking into the camera. <laughs> yeah. It's so cute. But it is really exciting. They are going to be out here in the States in May. Um, they are going to some, like, places that I did not expect. Like Florida. Orlando. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for that one. I, it's in my backyard. Okay. I'm hype. Tickets are also, like, really good pricing, so... And they th go on sale next week. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, it's Powerhouse. It's going to be a bloodbath. Yay. Yeah. I'm so scared. I just want to have a high touch so I can just <laughs> say, I love you, I love you, I love you. You, I love you especially because you're my son. I love you, I love you. <laughs> you're doing great, sweetie. But it makes me question, like, if, you know, obviously I know that it's going to sell out the whole thing. 
but I know that the some of the dates clash with the BTS show. So TXT might show up at the BTS show whenever. Oh, I think they're, they're going to show up for the Chicago, Chicago. one for sure, which yeah. me and Terika will be at. Hey. So Saturday we'll be at BTS, and then Sunday we'll be at TXT, and hopefully, um, TXT goes to the BTS show on Saturday. If they go on stage, even just to say hi, I'll freak out. But they'll probably be like in the like in the crowd or something. But. Yeah, even if they're in the crowd, they point them out. Like, yeah, or yeah, like, that's hey, true. Our Plot twist: TXT is sitting next to you guys. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Imagine I'd pretend I on didn't know them on the floor seats. I'd be like, oh my god, are you guys excited to be here too? Let's sing our army bombs together and dance. <laughs> What's your favorite song? Who's your, who's your bias? <laughs> who's your bias, Kai? How'd you know my name, huh? <laughs> do you have any? Like, do you have a Twitter? We should totally follow each other and be mutuals. Can I get your number? Zubin, <laughs> did you eat today? What I said? Are you having fun today? Right. <laughs> All of a sudden, notifications from TXT posting goes off on your phone. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Amazing. Like, how'd you know that band? I don't know. I just follow them. I don't know. My oh, no, it's a text message. See, TXT, it stands for text. It's just a text <laughs> message. Oh, <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> True. In other news, NCT 127 will be appearing on Good Morning America sometime this week. I forgot the Thursday. exact date. It is Thursday. Okay, so, so, yeah. NCT, so it'll be Thursday. So congrats to NCT127. Um, as you guys already probably know, they're going to be touring the USA soon. So this is also just more promo for them. I'm really like, hyped to see them on there because I love seeing K-pop groups and random morning shows in the USA because guess what? They're awkward as shit and it's amazing. Is it amazing? Like, I'm just like really concerned. <laughs> I'm just like... I just, it makes me laugh because they're like, you can tell that they're like, what the hell is going on? I'm like, and I'm just like, y'all just, just didn't know what you were dipping yourself into. The, only, great, the only person on morning shows that makes me comfortable is Michael Strahan. I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Another announcement was that Produce 101 is having a Japan version of it, which here we go. I thought they already did this with produce 48 but i guess yeah okay same i was really confused i was like is this not okay so but produce 48 is like japan and korea i think produce 101 japan is just like for j-pop like it's just the j-pop well, market yeah yeah so we are figured just that. like oh, okay so are um, they gonna like take this j-pop group and only promote them in korea and not japan and- just like they did <laughs> <laughs> well, like, because uh, it's Mnet and not KBS, <laughs> they will not pull a UNB, I'm sure. No, nah, probably not. It's produced. It has the produce name attached to it, so it's probably going to be bigger. But I, th- yeah, I assume that it's going to be just the Japanese version, so it's going to be. But then it, it, it makes the question, like, is it going to be J-pop? Because that's completely different than what K-pop is. It is. Well, of course, I'm so pretty sure that, it's going to be J-pop. So then, yeah, so the, oh, then that's going to be interesting. Because, yeah, J-pop is, like, on a whole other level <laughs> K-pop. But, but my put baby is, metal on there. I love hey, baby metal. Hey. My thing is J-pop, like, newer J-pop groups are making the the turn into, like, the same C-pop, K-pop, like, genre-ish they're trying to go into That's it at least. That's true, because so. I saw this girl did a thread on some girl groups, and they seem like they could be. Like, the genre is different. It's not, it's not what we automatically think of j-pop when we hear it you know what i mean and i think the first group they're gonna do is girls so we'll see oh yeah. well that it, that, that i think will be successful either yeah because yeah. yeah you're right girls are very like girl groups are very welcomed but yeah so produce out there doing doing the most next thing i know produce 101 usa version oh my god speaking i of, go to every live of, show uh, speaking of survival shows though a quick shout out because Yunji Lee Yunji uh from high school rapper was officially announced the winner the first female rapper to win any rap survival show ever in Korea so I'm just hella stoked I'm so pumped for her she's so good Ah. anyway I'm so happy about that women represent yes she's so dope too she's so good um but moving on to a little bit more BTS okay let's start this BTS Got 78 million views I thought you said hours. <laughs> I thought she said got 70. I was like, wait. 
I'm like, here, Leah, please. <laughs> she said, got seven. I was like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Damn, no, I was just saying that they got 78 million views in the first 24 hours for their newest comeback, A Boy With Love, and they broke the record for the fastest K-pop group to do this and the fastest just any video ever in YouTube history to do it. Oh, yeah, Legend now we're Sony. at 100 million views, and we have, like, a few more days to break the 200 million record, which is, like, seven and a half days or something, so... You know, no big deal, whatever. But also, <laughs> conspiracy, YouTube did delete some views. But they really cool. did. It's fine. You tried it, bitch. Guess what? We still got it. <laughs> <laughs> the man can't bring us down. The man can't bring us down. This is exactly what <laughs> Min Yoongi raps about every day. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> And also, with all of this breaking records and stuff, they took over iTunes. Most of their discography is not on the iTunes US charts or worldwide charts, one of the two. Melon crashed when the, when the mm-hmm. album came YouTube out. YouTube crashed. YouTube everything crashed. crashed. E- like, every, everything crashed. The only reason they weren't the number one song is because they were streaming themselves. Old Town. <laughs> <laughs> They were, oh my god, yes, because apparently they sang it on some radio station. I haven't heard it yet, but oh, yeah. I need it ASAP. Thank you. They're, they're gonna hold off to that, they're gonna hype it up. And then I got the horses it. in the bag. <laughs> I would like to say that Spring Day is that bitch again because guess what? Yeah. She, she is yeah. like, on the you thought party. I was dead. Again. Exactly. She's Every time up. that they drop a new album, Spring Day is just like, hey. She's just like, you guys thought I wasn't back. It was that, it's the Maddie B like me. Like, uh, you thought it was over? (laughs) Exactly, surprise. (laughs) Or the Kool-Aid man just busting through the wall. Hey, bitch, okay? Even randomly, it comes back on the charts. Like, even when BTS is super quiet, not doing anything, it'll pop up. It really will. (laughs) Because it's another spring day. Hi, I am here. Girl, in the middle of winter, it pops up. It's like, guess yeah, what? Yeah, it's, a, it's another spring day. <laughs> I am here. Oh, my God. Even though in the music video, it's snowing. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what a, kind of logic it, was that? It's a, it's just a spring day any day. You can make it Well, you know day. how they open the song with, Poco, Shipta. It's because they're telling the spring that they missed that bitch. <laughs> I guess so. back is cold. You're right. Me in the winter. But, yes, we will continue talking about BTS right after... Our favorite segment on this podcast that's at least coming to an end, I think. I don't yeah. think so. I don't know. It is it time is. for Aww. Save Me Spark Notes. Well, speaking of sparks, though, this next episode starts with sparklers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Everyone's that. so happy with their sparklers. Like, it's the 4th of July, even that's it's American holiday. <laughs> and they're just, like, running around being boys and buds and having fun. There's flashbacks to all of them sleeping in Namjoon's little train cart box thing. <laughs> they're, like, on the floor at a desk. There's His like home. It's, yeah, it's so great. And then it shows May 20th. So then we see... Tay walking home he's like I don't want to be here I hate this place I said same so he's walking home and he hears crash boom 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 Ah!" and he's just like oh no and he hears his dad screaming and yelling all these obscenities to his sister there's lots of bad words in this episode there's glass everywhere and he's just like I can't take this and he sees his sister crying and his dad's like coming after him saying you're late blah 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 and his sister's like no dad stop and he slaps her to the floor yeah (gasps) and she tells tay to just go and he has a flashback of her his sister like protecting him when he was little and he's just she's just like when dad's hitting me you have to leave like you have to hide so he won't hit you okay i'm gonna be mad if you don't leave and you take my place and you get hit instead of me I was like, oh. Yeah, so after, it was really sad, baby Tay. So after that flashback, he's just like, I can't do this. And he grabs a soju bottle, and then we all know the result. He like, stab, stab, murder, 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 and he kills his dad. (gasps) It's really sad. So we flash forward, well, I guess at the same time this is happening with Tay, we see Jin and June talking on the roof. Basically, they're thinking like, did we do the right thing? Are things going to be easier now? And June's like, yeah, we did the right thing. Like, Jimin's been locked up forever. Like, we're finally all together. Like, we have some breathing room. And then they start talking about Tay. 
and it flashes to like Tay going to uh, June's little house and he's sleeping and June sees the bruises on his neck and he's just like, you know, things are happening. Like it's happening again and Tay's not, you know, talking about it and he's not letting anyone help him. So then while they're having our heart to heart, Hobie comes up and starts screaming like, you have to come guys, Tay, it's Tay. And then that's where it oh ends. Oh my God. It is very true what? to character though, because comic Tay and real life Tay are exactly like that. They just keep it to themselves. Yeah. So that's what they were talking about. Like if they made the right decisions of like busting Jimin out and like talking about what's going on, if they're really happy and like what's going on with Tay, because he seems kind of reserved, but then he's like hiding things, but he won't open up and it's just really sad. And now something's happening to him because like Hobie's losing his mind. So they're mm-hmm. sad. And now it's time for the last chapter episode of this comic. Yes. All right. Prepare yourselves. So we start off with the episode. Jin gets out of his car. He's speeding, running, and he sees a whole bunch of people there with cameras. If you recall from the first episode, this is um, he sees this again and he's running and running and he finally gets to the front and Tay's being taken taken away and Tay looks just so distraught. And so Jin calls out to him and then they look at each other in the eyes and it flashes back down. So he goes back in time because, you know, he has a mental breakdown. So obviously it gets reset again. But this time uh. Jin's like looking in the window. He's like, nah, it's not over until it's over. And Ooh, he is like this determined. Yes, exactly. So he marches his ass out of the room and he goes and he's, Kind of like saying some dialogue and he's saying like, I will not fail. And it goes to May 20th and he goes to find Tay. And Tay's just like, huh? Like, what you doing here? And Jin's like, I'm not leaving you alone. And so he has Tay in his car and he's asking him like, hey, is there anything going on at home? And Tay is not having it. He's just kind of like saying like, you know, like, leave me alone. Don't worry about it. I I can take care of it myself. And so then so he's Jin... being an ungrateful bitch. Got it. <laughs> Leave right. my man's alone, okay? He's just very guarded and he doesn't want to burden anyone with his burdens, even though he's wrong for that. But yeah. <clears throat> so Jen is saying, I'm not asking you to tell me everything you're going through right now, but I want you to know one thing that tell me when you're ready to talk and I'm always here for you. And I'm sure the other kids feel the same way. And Tay's kind of, you know, taking everything that he's saying in. And so he changes the subject and he's like, you know, there is something I do want to talk to you about. There's a strange dream that I keep seeing. And he talks about how he sees Yoongi burning, Cookie falling off a roof, uh, Hobie falling down the stairs. So he knew all along. Yes. Jimin is locked up in the hospital and Namjoon is in prison. And he's saying that he has it every night. And he doesn't understand what's going on. And Jin's like shook. And he's just like, what? And he's like, how do you know about this? And then Tay's like, oh, I'm in the dream too. I just don't remember what I do in my dream. It always disappears as soon as it gets to me and I wake up. And they finally get to Tay's house. And and Tay gets off and he puts on that beautiful fake smile he has. And he's like, thanks for the ride, Jin. Don't worry about me. I'll be okay. But then as soon as that happens, he hears he hears the noise coming inside, like his dad yelling. And so Tay doesn't even say anything. And he just runs off. And Jin's like, fuck no. And so he gets out of the car and runs after him and runs up the stairs. And he uh, we're back to the scene. And Tay sees his dad beating his sister and so he grabs the bottle and he's literally just smacking him around and he's about to kill him and then all of a sudden Jin Jin is there and he kills him instead. <gasps> Wait, what? Yep. What? Yep. <laughs> Wait. Yep. Jin dies? No way. Take Jin dies? Tay kills him on accident. Yeah. He goes in between him, in between his dad, which honestly his dad should die. But I know, I know it's not good. And so Tay is so... But Jin so, can't die either. I know. So Tay is in shock and he's just like, Jin, why did you do that? What is going on? And all Jin says is, Tay, I'm sorry. 
And then Tay's like, don't say that. Why are you sorry for? Why did you come here? Why? And then Jin's just saying, I'm really sorry. This whole scene is fading away as Jin is having these thoughts as he's dying. Tay is just so distraught. He's holding now dead Jin in his arms. What? And then it's just cracking, cracking again. And thankfully, it's reset and Jin's alive. What? Oh my, you can't do this. <laughs> How do you think I felt? Right now. Jin is having these thoughts again and he's saying like, no, I can't save them. I'm on my own. And then all of a sudden he realizes, holy shit, hold up. And he goes and runs and finds this picture of them together. And all of a sudden we just see the dates right there, June 12th. And he's saying, wait a minute, together with you. And he realizes, hey, I can probably save them with everybody. And it ends right there. Yeah. If you just tell so them from June the beginning. is the next comeback. Got it. <laughs> That's what right? I said. Literally, me and Terika were like, yo, so the next comeback? <laughs> or something's I, happening. Like, yeah. you know, there's been rumors of, like, having, like, different musters or different things for the U.S. And there's, like, so much happening that who knows. <gasps> but we're going to get something around that time. We just don't know what it's going to be. Oh, mm -hmm. my God, June. Now we gotta wait till June. Oh God, I can't handle this. I cannot believe they took me through that roller coaster. I love we're like we have to wait till June when they That's just like, like we haven't months. even got promotions yet. I know, but I'm saying like I just want to know what's going on. Like what? Sadly, this is the last episode of Savvy Smart Knows, but knowing BTS, they're gonna try to again connect this somehow with something else and then they're gonna come up with another comic and then it's what it's gonna be like give me all your money and then we're gonna get there but moving they on from that wait hold up they did not give me the answers that i needed like i still don't get what the hell's going on with jim and or hobie yeah i think it's because they're gonna have a part like a second part to it yeah That's i'm assuming I'm so too. because i'm like okay but like this doesn't answer my questions all it gives because me is like... Because there is no answers because everything is glitter and rainbows. Leave it alone, Cynthia. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How is it glitters and rainbows when Jin just died? But he well, woke up he and came he was alive. You said he, he came, came back. back. Yeah, but he's still dying. They go back. He resets to the day that they are all dying. So he has to go save them again. I thought he reset and it was June 12th. Yeah. Yeah, and they all die that day. <laughs> Oh, I thought they, they, it was May 11th that they died. May 20th? No, he saves them. And that's when it goes to that May 20th See? when he saves them. Now it's too complicated. So be, so they're I probably going to do something. So they're if gonna he saves something. them on May 20th, they don't die on May 20th? Then they die on June 12th? No. Poor Jim, what day does no, he go back to? What day is it? He goes, back to, he goes back to April 11th. And then he saves them all. And everything's dandy. And then Tay kills his dad May 20th. And then what happens June 12th? We don't know yet. No, Apparently, actually, no. Well, they a year, a couple years ago, they went to the beach together. That's what we know so far. But what's going to happen in this June 20th? It's spring day. It's spring day. <laughs> That's why she keeps Jin popping dead. Jin That's why she keeps popping dead up. Video. It just ends with him like coming back because everything resets afterwards. And now he's thinking like, okay, I can only save them if we work together. I can't do this by myself. And Which is what we should, what we've been saying. No wonder spring break, spring day always comes back on the charts is because it's big hit giving us a sign. Oh my God. They're the ones that stream it. If this comes <laughs> oh true, God. if this comes true, I want a million dollars from Big <laughs> I don't think, I don't think that's it, but it is something. <laughs> she said, I don't think that's it. Watch it relate back to spring day. I will literally. I don't. Her. Spring days in the winter. Oh, whatever. Let's go. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It'll make sense somehow in the BU, okay? Okay. In the BU. You're right. You're right. Oh All right. So okay, well, let's move SNL. on to the best part. Yes. SNL happened just now. They looked great. We had to live through those shitty skits, but damn, <laughs> they look so good. They did. They, they really saved did. that whole episode of SNL, let's be real. I they muted it until SNL. I saw them. <laughs> BTS was the only good thing. That's why Minyugi went and mic dropped the shit out of that microphone. <laughs> he knew. He mic dropped the shit out of mic drop. <laughs> yep. He knew that they were the only good thing about that, that SNL episode, and he was correct. The choreo for Boy With Love is, like, my favorite thing in the world. It's so cute, mm -hmm. especially when they do the little, like, Michael Jackson hip thrust thing, and then they do the little, like, spin around, and then they, like, you know face each other and do the little I can't explain mm -hmm. anything. You I know what I'm talking about? Thanks, Cynthia. 
<laughs> yes, I understand what you're saying. And I also, I really love when they're um, doing that thing with their shoulder and they're just like smiling at you. It's just like, yes, ma'am. Yes. I love that it incorporates uh, like point dances from their past songs. Yes. I love how they just include all of that into it. I would just like to talk about that one dance movie where they do the little hops. Jim and looking like a slut. I love it. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> wow, that was very aggressive. I know, right? Dang, I also did not expect the dance break for mic drop because oh, I was I like, either. all right, yes, we're getting mic drop. And then I was like, as soon as the beginning of the dance break came on, I was like, oh God, nope, it's happening. It's happening. Shall we talk about the album? Yeah. Yes. So, in case you didn't know, um, BTS dropped an album. <laughs> just in case, in case you, you live under a rock. Yeah. In case mm-hmm. you you're not too sure, um, there are seven wonderful songs, or you could just say six if you don't count the intro. Well, for Persona intro, we did talk about it last week. So, if you want to listen all of our thoughts about it, make sure you go and Persona. listen to last week's podcast episode, so you can hear all of our jokes about. Who the hell am I? <laughs> Who the hell is everybody else? Our lame jokes. Okay, so we're going to start with the title song. Well, not the title song, but the song that dropped with Halsey. And it is called Boy With Love or A Poem oh, For Small yeah. Things, which I don't know why it has two different names, but it does. <laughs> so, In case you don't want to call it the mainstream way. Yeah, unless you want to call it whatever. Yeah, they said it, that it was perfect for Jimin because not only is, his small, is he small, but apparently his pepper is too. So, <laughs> I am willing to take the plunge for research purposes and tell you guys whether that is true or not. Anyways! <laughs> but yeah, thoughts about this song? How do y'all feeling? Oh well, God. while we're on the topic of Jimin, the part where he's like, oh, text me. I'm like, all right, bitch, let me just fucking text you right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Drop your cacao. I love this song. I feel like it's pure pop and they're putting more of like a happy right. face type thing. Obviously, like the past like trilogy and stuff like that was uh, like like their past albums like this song, like their past title sh- songs were not as like happy go lucky. Yeah, they have been darker. Yeah, like the main yeah. things of it and stuff. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I feel like this song is more of like a happy-go-lucky feel. And I like that they added Halsey to it. That is a feature that they did the two versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, I'm going to go on a marketing rant right here because that's great. Okay. So smart. Yeah. You put so smart. You put featuring Halsey. That means that radio will like just jump on it because, oh, my God, it's Halsey. But guess what? There's two versions of it. So if somebody goes and wants to buy the album or whatever, she's only like you only hear her maybe like tiny bit it's in the radio version that you hear her as she sings korean and like you hear her more which i thought was genius because it's a way to infiltrate all the locals she sings more on, on the album though than yeah, she, she did does in, in the music video mm-hmm. so the radio edit and the album edit are like similar but mm-hmm. the music videos was completely different Okay, then there we go. Yeah, which like two versions. Yeah, which like you said is really smart because like the regular song, it's like yeah, she's more on there, so radio will pick it up. But the music video is mainly for fans. Like it focuses more on the boys. Like she's in there, but it's not like her every single cut. She's in it. Yeah, exactly. So smart. Thank and you. I mean, but hey, props to her because yeah, she came out singing whole ass Korean. I'm like, you right, girl. You yeah, do I that. Love that. She didn't try to conform them to making a song that was comfortable for her but instead switched around things she wasn't comfortable with to make a great record with bts i thought that was super dope and this comeback is super i don't want to say it's just effortless like it was such an effortless comeback it's not over you know because bts their choreography is always like extravagant it's always huge and explosions and you know, lying. Cars on fire. Yeah, and things like this. But this was just so, like, effortless and just so easy. That's what it feels like. It just feels easy. So I I loved it. And the music video, like, all the homages to, like, the past dances and even, like, movies, like, singing in the rain. And then I got a La La Land feel from it, too. Like, it was super dope. And I think... I don't know. They just have a way of incorporating things that are so just effortlessly pretty. I don't know if that 
makes sense. But yeah, it was a pure pop record. It is literally a pop record, and I, I'm just so happy about that. There's a part in their song that reminds me of TXT's song, Crown. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys heard it, but I heard it immediately. And then I even went back and I played Crown, and I hear it all the time now. And I wonder if they're also both talking about wings. So Jin's talking uh-huh. about about the um, with the wings that Isaris gave that Isaris you gave me, and then in Crown they're also talking about wings. So I wonder if they did that on purpose, or if they just like had similar ideas, or maybe just like the same producers on the tracks. But either way, I loved it. Well, I know there was like a theory like. Um, that was like a response to each other. Yeah, because when TXT mm-hmm. first came out and they were talking about like the crowd oh, on the head. Boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. the little like, uh, you know, horns and stuff. They met the boy with wings and like they kind of referenced like basically similar things that like BTS did with their whole wings situation. So like people are trying to connect it. And I'm just saying that's not a bad idea. So uh, if they do Get come on, on stage, they should, you know, it should just make this a thing. But um, I really like I normally I hate saying that like the song that's like released like because technically I guess this isn't like the title track but like it's the one that was released first off the album like I hate saying what's the title track well everyone said that the title track is home just because of the the way that the title tracks have been um, named so in the past trilogies all the title tracks are um, capitalized Mm -hmm. or all the important tracks are capitalized so like DNA and then Idol and like fake love and now mm-hmm. home is the one that's capitalized but um i just really like the fact that they were hinting about the song beforehand so like a couple members i know jimin and hobie they were tweeting and they were uh-huh. like oh tell me how your day is we're curious to know and that's a, literally a lyric from the song mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but going back to wow. what i was saying i hate saying that title tracks are like my favorite song but the more i listen to this song like the happier it makes me feel, and I think that this may be my favorite song on the Ooh. album. Mm-hmm. Possibly, Ooh, okay. I have to give it some more listens because there's like two more that are in the running. But like mm-hmm. this song, I don't know. It's just like Kat said, it's like effortless and it's mm-hmm. pop, and it's just it's a love song to me. Like whether it's a love about like a relationship love or like the love of music type thing or like the love for your fans. I feel like the feeling is kind of like you can take that and make that as your own like whatever Mm -hmm. type of love that you want to portray yeah because i talk about like um i know one of hobie's lines he was like um everyone says i used to be so little and now i became a hero and i remember them saying that people like at first they were just kind of like these kids that wanted to make music and now they people like look up to them Mm -hmm. and then they're like love is nothing stronger than a boy with love and like i feel like they always talk about how they receive so much love and like their fans are the reason why they're like able to do this and able to get through things and so you can tell that they're just happy now at first they went through like we have to work really really hard to get to where we're going or whatever and then they blew up and now it's all this pressure from like having this instant like overseas like popularity and now mm-hmm. I feel like they're just kind of at ease with everything they're like they doubted themselves whenever they didn't know if they were going to resign their contracts but now they're just kind of like we see our fans and like they're happy with what we're doing, and we're happy with what we're doing, so now there's not so much pressure, and I feel like you can feel that throughout the whole album. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. And I think uh, even with that lyric that they have in Boy With Love that's a with the two wings you gave me back then, mm-hmm. and I love that they incorporated, like, they put that in there because it's going back to their past. So they're uh-huh. bringing that up, like how Terika was saying, you know, that they come up, like, they have their come up. They basically, like, had their come up, and I think that now they're just, yeah, like, happy about what they're doing. And even they're looking at it just... They're in control, okay? Yeah, like, basically. <laughs> they chilling. But, no, but even going back to even, like, the, the concept-wise, like, how they did Love Yourself and stuff like that, and now... So they kind of looked at it from an outside point of view, and now they're moving into, like, the persona point of view of, like well, we got to know each other or we got to know the world or stuff like that. Now we're going to look into ourselves. This song definitely makes me want to just dance in the mirror and just completely love myself. Like, this song is the 
embodiment of their message to me. Yeah, because like when I first listened to it, like as you guys know, because I rant about it all the time, I work at a coffee shop. I have to be at work at four o'clock, which is exactly when like the album dropped. So like listening to the song, I was literally dancing around the open store, like putting like boxes and twirling with soy milk. And like my (laughs) friend was looking at me like, are you okay? I'm just like, just let me have this moment. (laughs) Like it was so great. It's just so so catchy. Like, oh my, my, my. Oh, my, my, my. Yeah. oh, also, they did talk about this during their um, B-Live that they said when they first got this track that they were like, Halsey would be really good for it. And I completely agree. It sounds so perfect with yeah. her vocals. Like it, she just blends yeah. in and harmonizes with them so well in this particular track. And I'm actually really happy that she's on it. And it sounds amazing with her it does i feel like it fit her personality like it was yeah. like yeah i think and so too and it like fit their friendship to me i i feel like in like a few listens this is gonna be my favorite title track because i feel like at this point like we've been through like every like you guys said every stage with bts like in the beginning they were angsty they were angry like then they got sad and then they got dark and now mm-hmm. they're they want to prove something yeah and now they're finally in the stage of where they're just completely content with who they are and where they're mm-hmm. at that they can just make music ha- music out of happiness and mm-hmm. it's super dope that you've kind of seen this evolution from them and that's and why i feel I like think- we went through that evolution with them too yeah. because as they were writing about finding finding themselves and finding peace within themselves and trying to love themselves i feel like i was also going through that at the same time as them as they're releasing these songs so i feel like we went through those phases with them yeah Yeah, now i'm just chilling (laughs) yeah but like this is giving spring day a run for its money for my favorite spring day is is literally my favorite bts like title track like ever like nothing i say it's so sad i i can't and for me this like because i don't like i said it's just effortless like when i listen to it like i don't feel like i'm listening to music i'm just feel like i'm going about my day and this is a song that should play in the background of my life the theme song yeah, yeah. I used to think it was the Beach Boys. Wouldn't it be nice? But now, with oh love. <laughs> Speaking of theme songs and belonging in the movie, that's how I feel about this next song, Ooh. which is called Microcosmos. Which I don't understand why they spelled it this way. I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, they're trying, they're it's trying like, to be quirky. It's like I zone, I zone, I z one all over again. I'm just like, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. why? But um, I feel like this belongs in some type of, like, teen movie, like, when the, like, two leads get together or something. And they're yes! really, like, for the, for the first time, they finally realize that they like each other. And they're, like, going on a date. And they're just kind of, like, hanging out. And it's effortless and fun. Which is, that's going to be the theme. That's going to be the buzzword of this podcast. <laughs> of this effortless. Podcast. Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, thoughts, opinions, feels. This song, I agree with you, is like the song I want to play while going in a tunnel on a spring day. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is so funny. Why do you want to go in the tunnel and then you can't see the stars? They talk about the entire song. (laughs) This is so funny that you mentioned tunnel because when Uh I heard this song, I instantly thought of Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yes, that's what I was going with. And the moment where she's going through the tunnel on the back of the truck. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Like that is the Uh first thing that popped into my head when I heard this song I don't know why it was but it just instantly came to me and I was like yeah no this song gave me like super 80s pop vibe like super retro vibes and I I felt like like you you're like in space like that's how it it made me feel for that because of the vibe of it and all that stuff and I mean I guess it's because it has to deal with all like how they talk about the stars and like looking at the night and how it looks good like we I love it because they said it in a line that it was something regarding like we make the night look good and make mm-hmm. it brighter which it's like how I took it it's like no matter if it's like a dark time or it's nighttime if we're together or we're you're with somebody that like you love or whatever that makes it brighter like yeah, we I we make it love, shine basically I love the whole vi- like the subtle hints to constellations and to greek mythology in this comeback because like Mm -hmm. it's pointing to that direction and Mm -hmm. i 
I am so ready if this is where it's going to go, if it's going in the Greek mythology or astrology direction at all. Like, this is, oh, God, this is going to be everything to me. Because, I mean, yeah, they like, have so, a whole song called for a Greek god. So I know, yeah. but, like, but, even, like, the subtle hint, like, other idols have had, like, songs that are based around Greek mythology. But I know that if BTS does it, it's going to be, everything is going to be centered around it. It's not going to be, like, one thing. It's not going to be, like, yeah. one title track or one song or one video. It's going to be, like, a whole fucking trilogy about it. And I'm just like... <sighs> this song is, like, one of the two that I was talking about that's in the running for my favorite song. Like, when I, when it first started, I don't know why I, like, teared up. It was weird. I just got, like, this feeling... I was just like, I love this song. And I guess it's because it talks about, like, the stars and the sky and stuff like that. And, like, we've talked about things like this before. But, like, constellations and the stars and the moon and the sun. Like, the sky in general. Like, it's, like, mm. our thing. Like, I love it yeah. so much. And so, like, mm -hmm. I just feel like this entire album, the way they talked about it, how they were excited to share it. And it was, like, organic. And I feel that. And I feel like the entire album was made for the fans. Like, all of these emotions. And I all think their so, too. Like, everything they're saying in these songs are for the fans. And, like, one of the things I took away from this song, though, was, like, everyone has their own light and their own shine. You can kind of yeah. take that as, like... Yeah. I have that written down, too. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. we make up the stars. Like, everyone, like, without one fan or without one person the sky isn't as bright and then I kind of related that to like the way the army bombs glow in the mm -hmm. concerts oh, and like yes. yeah and you can kind of tell whenever like you know when everyone starts flickering them on like everyone's like light comes together and I just thought that was really cool and also we get vocal Hobie and yes. oh that's Hobie. right ah, yes <laughs> I love his voice so much <laughs> I also really loved Tay and Jimin harmonizing in this track in particular. It, I feel like it just blended in perfectly with each other. The vocals in this were really pretty. But like when I when I was like listening to it and the more I listened to it, like and then I think of like when I heard the lyrics and I think of like stars, I was like, wow, this is literally like an audio representation of what it feels like to look at a star. Like if I was mm -hmm. to look up at a star and think, wow, I wonder how this sounds. Like, the intro with, like, the xylophone and, like, the, like, pretty, like, space effects. I was like, wow, that's literally what a star would sound like. I was like, wow, that's mm -hmm. so dope. Exactly. Like, also, they're na-na-na chants, and you know how I feel about a good chant. <laughs> love a chant. Yeah. We love a good chant. I love it. <laughs> I was like, yes! I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, this song, it gives me all the feels. I'm like, I need to just go skip and, like, skip down a flower, <laughs> like, a field of flowers or something. <laughs> so the next song is one of our friends' favorite, 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 favorite song for a special reason, besides the fact that it's amazing. This song is called Make It Right. Also Woo! my favorite so... song on the album. Oh, really? Share. Ooh, yeah. Share. Please share. I'm a huge fan of... I like to call it chopped melodies. So um, where they, it sounds like speaking, but it's singing. And then it goes into like a deeper like singing. Ed Sheeran is very good at it. Thus this song that was co-written by Ed Sheeran would obviously <laughs> be good at yep. it. Where he sings in a tone that's very mellow and very soft. So it's almost like he's speaking and then he picks up with his higher voice. And Tay did that magically in this fucking song. Like, I, oh, when I tell you I love Tay's voice in this goddamn song, mm -hmm. I love Tay's voice in this goddamn song. Like, oh, this was a song a made for a man that has a voice like him. And the cute little, it's almost like a trumpet noise. The do do do. Yes. I, uh -huh. I'm obsessed with this song. Like I like when the song came when the album came out, I listened to this song like at least forty times in a row. Just the song. Like not even listening to the whole album, just this song over and it's over. It's so and good. Over like as soon as I so heard it, you could tell like this is Ed. Like as soon as I heard it, I was yes. like, You could tell that Ed touched this song, he blessed it. And like it's Ginger amazing. Jesus. Ginger <laughs> Jesus. Mm -hmm. it's amazing but yeah I had that written down too about Tay's voice and just the harmonies mm -hmm. of them like in general like whenever it goes like between back and forth like Jim and a cookie and then it's Tay and oh cookie my God. and then it's Tay and Jim and I'm just like Ugh! that's my favorite part when they do the I can make it better like I can't even do the high <laughs> note but <laughs> like, yeah but they go in between and it's yeah it's cookie and Jim and like uh, it's beautiful but I agree like this you can it started and I knew right away that yep, this yep. was okay. This is Ed Sheeran. Yeah. 
Like I could literally written. tell by the melody. Yeah. I was like, this is a yeah, song. like that's why it started. I was like, this is Ed. Like literally, this could be like a song that is on Ed's album. So I freaking love it. But I love that there's a lyric on here that it says, "Now I'm searching the map for you." My rehab. And, yes. Yeah, and it's yeah, like and then so it's like they're diving into this topic of learning about not only themselves but everybody else and like they're doing it for like the fans i'm just like okay are you doing this like so i know more about you or for you to know more about yourself like i don't even know see that's how i took it too like when it says i'm searching the map for you like i literally took that as like i know jim and had mentioned that like to him which we're gonna talk about later being on stage is like home and so for me Mm -hmm. searching the map for you meant like going to different places all over the country for you for the fans like searching for like you know my love and stuff you know what I mean like that's what I got yeah, from it yeah, and I was okay. just like oh there's that's that was. I related the I could make it better lyric to Jimin too because he's always like oh well I don't feel like I did well enough for ARMY's perspective like so mm-hmm. I can make myself better I can make it better I'm just like you're so perfect though why why are you like this and it's just like even from then like okay so we're only what like three tracks into this album and uh we've already seen well four but we've already seen persona we have that like heavy hip-hop type thing old yep. school then we got go into boy with love pure on pop microcosmos you got more like an 80s a vibe pop odyssey. going in there <laughs> yes mm-hmm. and then you got make it right which is like going back into like more of like an urban sound yeah it's just one album and they're already giving us all of but these different so genres that's the best part about like, BTS, yes. though, is that they don't stick to a certain sound they just go it's into just different so genres crazy, and give it too. their own thing you know? Yeah, but it just said, yeah, exactly. But it's so cohesive. Like, it matches so well with everything. I definitely, I can't lie. Like, when intro came out and it started, like, the school love affair vibe, I was like, oh, okay, so we're getting this heavy, very rap, rock-influenced BTS back. So to hear, like, the, how the album progressed, I was like, damn, they just, they fooled the shit out of all of us. They said, we yep. played your ass. They said, you thought... <laughs> Yeah, no, I thought it was Dark and Wild Part 2. I was ready. Mm-hmm. I was ready. I mean, they gave me some of it, but I was ready for the R&B vocals, which, again, yeah, they gave me some of it. But <laughs> I was I like, mean, that's I was why just you like, never Ooh. trust it, because when Singularity was the um, was the intro. the intro for it, everybody's like, oh, what, are we getting jazz? Are we getting, like, that kind of feel? And it's like, nope, psych. There's also this one line that I really, really liked, and it said, I want this night to be forever because I don't want to stop looking at you. You're my morning yes. gift. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I want to be somebody's morning gift. Oh, oh, so oh, morning gift. So cute. I was like, oh. Also, quick shout out to Yungi's verse. Thank you. You're right. And yeah. the whole album. Every Yungi verse in the whole album. Yeah, yep, I was right. just about to say. In the whole album, every Yungi verse, which... I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to backtrack real quick because I forgot to say that uh, Yoongi's verse in Boy With Love is lit. It's lit. It's the best thing out there. <laughs> you know what? Oh, my the, God. My favorite part wow. about his verse in that song is the fact that his lisp is so heavy. Like, you can yes. hear it. It's like my it's favorite thing ever. Like, I It's so great. It. It's such, such good flow. Such great verse. And then the fan chants are lit for it. But anyways, let's continue back with that. <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> so continuing our theme of like you know fans and loving them and being around them our next song is home which is oh. actually like i feel like the whole album is a tribute to fans just they said low-key but i feel like but this is like the specific fan song of the album um i would like to say all throughout the album for me the highlighted voice um was jimin like I yes think, right. Oh, sorry. yes you're right. <laughs> this song yes. especially like this yes. song it was just so perfect for jimin's vocals and especially during the chorus i was like yes jimin give me it now and um when he was just saying mikasa i was like i said yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i was living for that when i heard Same. that i was like did he just say I no he it. didn't and then they kept on saying i'm like all oh, these bitches talking spanish right now ah, yes. Listen, oh my god get and yourself he said, a latino yeah. wife and call it a day aka me <laughs> <laughs> he's saying wife. yeah i'm going out baby i'm like oh okay calm down jim and every time like, he just says the line i'm like okay calm down stop, literally the stop. first thing i wrote down was jimmy <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's it. like uh, but, but this is kills it, R&B vocals. 
It's so wild to me that this is the fan song, but this is the ass shaking song of the whole album. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> we need it. Well, because they always have us crying with their fan songs. Maybe they were just tired of like, maybe they wanted us to like twerk for them one time instead of giving them all these tears. <laughs> You're right. Like, You're right. You should have given us barricade then. You should have given me a ticket in general. but yeah no but with home i love like yeah like what terica said that usually the fan song is always just like in tears like "Ah, i love you but this one like it's it's fairly lit and um and you have the i feel like they went like a little bit more like old school r&b with this one like those are the vibes that i was getting from it so obviously you get a lot of vocals but the vocals between jungkook and Jimin, officer, mm-hmm. I am telling you, officer. these two voices together are a menace. They're dangerous to the world. Oh, and, and I love, I love, love, love the part that there's just like, your love, your love, your love. Yes. yes. It's so great. Like, Another how duo. do they do this? that I love is the Hobie and Yugi transitions. Like, I love. Yes. 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 <laughs> I love soap so much. Oh, my God. Yo, the that tribute that Yugi did, though, to no, from No More Dreams? Yes. yes. No More Dreams. Yes. But he oh answered God. himself. He said, very poor. The world thinks we own the whole world. Big house, big cars, big rings. If I own everything, I want it. I feel empty. I'm like, damn, he answered himself from his old track. I got it all, but I still feel empty. Every comeback, Yoongi reminds me that he is literally a genius. Lyrically, yeah, that right. man that is yep. unfucking real. Like his mm-hmm. lyrics literally just set me off. Like when mm-hmm. I like listen to it, I'm like, "Oh, this verse is lit." And I listen and I read the lyrics to his verses. I'm like, "Who invented you?" Like, <laughs> oh, he's so clever. Yoongi is I and will feel- forever be that bitch. You're right. Feel- bad for anyone who was born on Yoongi's birthday because God put in work so you must be struggling <laughs> in your <That's> life right. <laughs> like, because God put in overtime on that man I would also like to say that Home is my mom's favorite track we were listening Ooh. to the album and she was getting it and she was just like who is this I was like this is BTS these are my boys and then she turned it up and proceeded to dance so she was like right. this is her favorite a mood the next song speaks to me it's the third song that's in the running for my favorite and not because you know not just because i'm two percent french just in case you didn't know two <laughs> <laughs> percent um jamais vous which is like the opposite of deja vu if anyone wanted yep. to know that mm-hmm. um so it's kind of like that feeling when you like experience something over and over again that it feels surreal. Jin can relate. Yeah, or if you like I'm saying, write I'm a word it. over and over or you say it over and over, you start to look at it and like that's not right. That's not a real yeah. word. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you know We've I didn't all know been there. Yeah, I didn't know that was a name for that, but apparently there is. I will say one thing about this song. Jung Hosik. Oh what? Hosik <laughs> off. <laughs> that's what I gotta say. He did. He also helped write the song. was mainly him and Namjoon, so you know. I'm not going to brag too much. Why don't you guys go ahead before I say what I have to say? (laughs) All I got to say is that this song is for the soft stands. I know. I love this song so much. It's it's uh-huh. so so like it's such a the, you know melodic ballad mm-hmm. and you got the vote the the change between Jin and jungkook is beautiful oh, in this song i love there. the whole production of it yes but then it's so sad like you read the lyrics and it's like yeah like give me the remedy so i can like feel something when i first listened to it though it made me think wow i really need to do something with my life and then i read the lyrics i'm like well shit <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but like listening to it without understanding the lyrics was just like, you know what? You need to go do something. You got to go work. You got to do something. And then, you know, reading, understanding is a different vibe, but it's okay. (laughs) I just think it's such a pretty song. And at first when everyone was saying the different like subunits that we were going to get and they announced this one, everyone was like, that's such an odd combination. Like, I wonder how it's going to sound. But I knew it was going to be great. Mm-hmm. from the start it was an it was a weird combo but perfect combo yeah which yeah I really it's like liked. it was yeah. weird on paper but when in the in the production it worked which i liked that they were switching it up and that it was just you know giving us you know combos that we weren't used to or that we didn't think yeah. would be put together but uh-huh. i love like you said it worked like, out great uh, because Jen i feel like they blended voices. great oh mm-hmm. my god and then like hobie's verse like for me like 
last album, like for Tear, like Min Yoongi, like everything he said, mm-hmm. everything that came out of his You're mouth, right. even if it was mm-hmm. like a breath to take in between his verses, like You're right. it was genius. Right. But for mm-hmm. me, for this album, I want to say that it's Hobie and Jimin. Like that's yes, like, I agree. I, I agree. Everything like they just killed everything. Not to say the others didn't, because they always do. But you yes, know. they always bring it. But for this album, they are the members that were highlighted the most for me. Any more thoughts on this? The song of my people? No, that's that's pretty much it. Let's move on to my favorite song. <laughs> okay. We're going to call this song like Seven Layer Dip because I feel like there are so many layers to this song. Yes. My Any, God. No introduction. How we feeling? How are we feeling? Okay, this is my favorite song of the album. Um, <laughs> I love it. It gave me the whole old Bang Tan vibe with this song they put the rock with the hip-hop they mashed it all together they made they did the monster mash and (laughs) brought it with this okay i was living listening to this i want a mosh to this song i want a headbang to this song find me at a festival jamming to this somehow when somebody (laughs) plays it it's lit it's a bop I'm here for it. It says, let's get drunk and party. I said, you right. Oh my God. Let's go. Bang tan min yungi. Call me. What's up? Listen, that, that key change that Jin does at the end of the song is. Oh my God. Yeah. The BTS equivalent of open up this fucking pit. That's what yes. it is. Yes. I love exactly the backstory to that though that they were done recording and then Jim was on his way home and and they're like hey uh can you like hop in the, on this track real quick yeah I just can need you to scream, scream. just scream <laughs> like okay <laughs> just a normal day in the sound booth for them like okay just with that part in the song Jin said I guess I'll carry this whole song on my back hold on <laughs> hold on let me hop back in the booth real quick but like this song oh there's just so much happening but it works like yes! my favorite part is like the part where they're like the drink up part because it's like gin oh. and like tay but then like rap line is like adding their little uh, part like yes! in between yo tay's uh, deep ass voice got oh, to beautiful. just thrive in this oh, song yeah, and i am here beautiful. for it i have not heard him give this deep of a voice than when he's like <clears throat> I, I can't even say it. i can't even butcher it I cannot with his deep ass voice. <laughs> but no, but I love the song. I love again that they incorporated it, all the mm-hmm. old sound, but at the same time, they were like, you know, talking about partying and like all this stuff, like mm-hmm. drinking up and stuff like that. But how I interpreted it was that it's like BTS is the art and we're just getting drunk off of it. Yes! <laughs> That's exactly how I like got from reading the lyrics and stuff. I was just like, basically, BTS is the art the art form we're consuming it so we're getting drunk off of it and that's why we wilding out for these boys mm-hmm. okay that's literally that's the only, it, the only that's thing yeah because like on the surface it's like it's a party anthem like it's like yeah live your life get drunk but then like underneath it it's kind of like they say things like idol artists it doesn't matter what you categorize them as like they're successful you know what i'm saying like they don't yeah they call me an art like an idol but then i'm an artist like whatever it doesn't matter like everyone's just getting drunk off the music having a good time living life being happy so like carolina said like they're the art and we're consuming them but then i also think it's the other way around too like they're also consuming like our energy and then like overall we're all just consuming like music and that's what's bringing Each everybody other. together and that's what's just like <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. well yeah and, and even going off of that like that lyric they say they're just like k-pop born as an idol and reincarnated artist like whether i'm an idol or an artist what does it matter let's cheers yeah it's like mm-hmm. you right and then right mm-hmm. after that minyugi king out here i'll fight with yourself to set a new record you right bitch so basically they said bts's only competition is bts <laughs> Which, which is like wrong. a meme yeah i know yeah. Which is a meme that Spider-Man we talk Man. about exactly <laughs> yes. and i love when they're like one shot two shots i'm like yes yeah there is a drunk off love it's drunk off music right i would also <laughs> like to say that once again my future baby daddy jung hosuk wrote the song he was in charge of most of the song making on this so you're welcome world he put in work for their babies <laughs> gotta feed our children and like oh. and even how the the song itself transitions like i just yeah. love it so much because even then you have that breakdown and mm-hmm. then namjoon shows up right before yes. the breakdown it's like Ooh, are you ready it. to get hyped Hype. up and i'm, I'm like, like yeah, yeah. 
excited. I was already hyped. Let's go. But listen, I'm excited to see a live performance of this song. Let me fucking tell you. No. Oh, oh you my God. right about that me one. Me too. I'm yes. going to do a mosh pit at the tour. I know the security's going to be like, ma'am, ma'am, you need to calm down. I'm just going to be like, ah! <laughs> I'm gonna find myself somehow out the stage. They're just gonna I know, be like, right? "Wow!" <laughs> she really BTS likes is gonna song. be announced at Warp Tour now. <laughs> oh my gosh! Imagine I would totally go and mosh. I would too. Why not? Also, I would like to say that I do not have a favorite song off this album. Do not try to tell me I need one. I cannot pick one yet. Give me like a couple weeks. No, I mean that's perfectly fine. Like I'm literally do what you want. If this was MySpace top eight, I could not do it. <laughs> Yeah, I could not do it. Every day, your number one, like every day. My new number one. Exactly. No, I would hide. I would put in the code hide, to hide, hide my top. top eight. Yeah, hide, exactly. Hide my top eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hide that. Oh, yeah. Because I cannot. Since mm-hmm. I love talking about my family, and by my family, I just mean my mom and my little cousins. Uh, <laughs> I would like to point out that although we didn't talk about it, Persona is my three-year-old cousin's favorite song. Oh, we love. He likes yes. to, like, kind of bang his head and, like, do his little rap hands whenever June's rapping. He's trying to, like, keep hey. up with him. And it's Oh, also, while we're talking about Persona real quick, I would like to highlight a, um, <clears throat> a lyric that he said. Who am I? The question I have my whole life. The question I probably won't find an answer to my whole life. If I were answerable with a few mere words, then God wouldn't have created all those various beauties. And that line resonated with me. I'm like, damn, you're fucking right. Okay, that's all I want to say. You are right. Speaking of that line, if you'd like to know more about that line, please check out me and Carolina's video about the psychology of the song Persona. Thank you. Yes, (laughs) please check it out. It's great insight. Well, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh. Yes. So now that we've wrapped up the album, let's talk about the music video. It's I loved it. Okay. I love that it was all pink. Listen, you're going to see my reaction to this video eventually when it gets put on the channel. But there is a moment, (laughs) and Cynthia, forgive me. Oh, there's a moment. (laughs) There's a moment in the second verse where they go into like the blue aesthetic like where they're at with the walls and take the blue jeans. Yeah, in the all denim. Mm -hmm. Bitch! Woo! I questioned my life for like 0.5 seconds. I was like, she said, Cynthia will murder. I was like, oh, Cynthia is going to kill me. But for like 0.05 seconds, I was like, I would risk it all for that man. I'm so happy I am visiting my mother right now. (laughs) I was like, I would risk it all for him right there. Just that little, Mm -hmm. just that little, that little part in the MV. I was like, whoa. Okay. I'm surprised it wasn't at the beginning when he was like licking his lip. I was like, sir, excuse me. I literally forgot I was mad at him. And also during the SNL performance, I forgot I was mad at him again. I was like, wow, you really do. You really do have me by my throat. But let's talk about Min Yoongi and how good he looked in this <laughs> music video and just how amazing he is as a person and how cute he looked with the little piano. And when they were in the couch and he like popped up out of the thing, I'm like, I'm doing oh, yeah, well. Please pop cute. up in my life like that anymore, like some more. And we're uh-huh. going to talk about hyping up our men. Can we talk about Hobie and his whole little like La La Land part where he's like spinning oh, around and yes. like light poles and his little like no, no, no face when they're like, no, no, no. Ah, out. <sighs> <sighs> but yeah but i felt i just felt happiness watching this music video it was so cute and like the thing with halsey too like she didn't overdo it because you know there are some people that would like you be like okay wow they really trying to like get they shine in this music video but like for her she stepped back and she's like this is all about y'all and i was just like happy to be asked to be a part of it so when they're like hey yo you want to dance she's like okay and she did good Halsey's not the best dancer in the world, but it was cute. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was cute. And then the part in the beginning with Jimin doing that little, the dance. Oh, that dance. Jimin such just a does the most for no reason, and it really frustrates me. Like, at first, Honestly, when he would do the most, it was cute, right? Because he was just dancing and living his life, and he's like, oh, now he does the most, and he knows. Like he, no, he's well, yeah, always right. known, Terika. You just think he was innocent before. I've seen right through him since the beginning. Well, I mean, like he knew. He's like, yeah, I'm adorable. I'm cute, and I'm a great dancer. No. I can move my hips and everything. No, like I feel no, like he, he knew. But now sexy. I feels like now I know he feels like he owns it. He didn't own it before. He was just like, this is me. I'm gonna be like this. I'm the sexy Jimin cool guy. No, now he Jimin know. No, he fine. Like, like he, he yeah. I support mm-hmm. it. Cause if I was Jimin, I'd. <laughs> couldn't tell me anything if i look like that <laughs> boy you know how many boy i wouldn't even be in bts anymore not because i don't want to be 
Because they'd be like, you know what? You just got to go. Like, we have too many scandals. You got too many baby moms and baby daddies. Like, you just out. Like, I just can't. Every, if I look Listen. like Stephen, everybody could get some. Like, that's just how You're I right. feel. Oh, speaking of that, that part where Jen is singing, and don't think for a second that we did not see what yes! they were doing in the background. I said, Oh, Stop. I did it. Like, I, mm-hmm. when we were, yes. like, screaming about it, I was just so happy to see the video. But then, like, I went back and I watched it again. And, like, I saw it. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I, they tried <laughs> to, like, fool us. They put Jen right at the front so we would focus on him. But in reality, the party was all in the back seat. It was all happening. It was like a mullet, you know, <laughs> beautiful business gin in the front and like a party of hip thrusts in the back. <laughs> you are not wrong. Um, so to wrap up the album, I want everyone to give me a word that sums up the album for you, like personally. Cat, go. Effortless. Cynthia. Fuck. <laughs> nice. <Right. laughs> Amazing. We'll come back. We'll come back. Carolina. Happiness. <laughs> what was your word? Oh, <laughs> just kidding. Um, um, serenata. <laughs> yeah, yes. same. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Can you translate for the people who only speak one language? Thank you. <laughs> serenata a, is like a like a serenade. That's what yes. I thought, but I didn't want to be stupid and say serenade. You're like, no, it means fruit punch or something like that. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I blacked out. I forgot what I forgot English for a second. Okay. I was just like, I said serenade, but I'm like, maybe it's not that easy. Maybe that is <laughs> that's not, what that's I was not thinking. The right maybe that's not I was gonna say mariachi. <laughs> that's cool too. Oh, Carolyn already said hers, right? Yeah. Yeah, I said happy. That was literally my word, too. Happiness. So. (laughs) Yes, happiness. They did that again, and I cannot wait. So shall we do songs of the week? Uh, My song of the week is Make It Right by BTS. (laughs) My song of the week is all of the whole album from start to finish by BTS. (laughs) My song of the week is the entire Mapazone Persona (laughs) album as well. My song of the week is the outro from Dark and Wild, which is Do You Think It Makes Sense? In the midst of the comeback. But then after the album dropped, all I've been listening to is Dionysus, Dionysus, the Greek god, however the hell you say his name. Thank you. Yeah, there's like two ways to pronounce it. So whatever suits your fancy. I don't know. Mm -hmm. He's not here to tell us we wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, whether you are frantically and fanatically listening to BCS's new album, Trippin' Over Tay with Blue Hair, we match, by the way. <laughs> or Trippin' Over Jimin with Pink Hair, Kill Me, Yoongi with Purple Hair, or Trippin' Over Kobe in general. Make sure you always, always fangirl on! Fangirl on.